Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Be the first on your block to have Jell-O for breakfast week. Tell everybody you know. And don't, don't, don't let the week go by without J-E-L-L-O. This is Don Wilson asking, why not be the first on your block to have Jell-O for breakfast? You eat fruit in the morning, why not tangy, fruit-flavored Jell-O? Go ahead, be a sport. Try Jell-O for breakfast tomorrow morning. J-E-L-L-O. Yes, yes, darling, we're your mama's baby. Yes, <laughs> oh, hi, Eleanor. My goodness, you're out calling so early in the morning. Well, I was worried. You were talking to me on the phone yesterday noon, and then you said something. somebody was at the door and you never came back to the phone. Oh, I am sorry, Eleanor. Then I kept trying to call you back all day and got a busy signal. Yes, well, the phone was off the hook. I thought when I got back from the school fair last night, I was there all day helping. I couldn't know. go. Billy was homesick with a cold. <sighs> what are you doing? <sighs> Forgive me for flying around, but I'm packing up a clean shirt and my husband's shaving things to take to him. Take to him? Where is he? In jail. In jail? <laughs> In jail? In jail. For what? Jaywalking. Jaywalking? Yeah. <gasps> Oh, that's right. That big campaign started yesterday, didn't it? Uh-huh. But my goodness, I didn't know they put you in jail. I thought it was just a $15 fine. Oh, it is, but he insisted he wasn't jaywalking, and he resisted arrest, and he was sassy to the desk sergeant. Oh. Did you go down to see him? <laughs> I couldn't. I was tied up all afternoon and evening with a school fair, which I promised weeks ago to help with, and I couldn't get out of it at the last minute. No, no, no not when they're counting on you. And, of course, the worst of all this is that he... Oh, I've got to take some clean shots from here, I guess. Worst of it is that he was head of the committee in the businessmen's club who first instigated this new campaign to clean up the city. You know, giving, oh, like, tickets for jaywalking and not throwing cigarettes out on the street. Oh, and yes, I understand. They've got new metal ashtrays all over the town. Oh, yes, on every street. And they've got loudspeakers to yell at you if you jaywalk. Oh, that was his idea, he said. He suggested that. He read about having them in other cities. But for him to jaywalk, he still heard him lecturing me in the morning. Don't jaywalk from now on, he says to me, or you'll get a ticket. Well, then he's the one who jaywalks and he gets a ticket. But you said that he said he didn't jaywalk. Oh, well, Elmer, for heaven's sake, he probably did. You know that as well as I do. How did you know he was in jail? Did he call you? No, Joe McDermott, Joe McDermott. Oh, that's who was at the door when I was talking to you on the phone. I guess I was so staggered by the news, I forgot the telephone. I'm awfully sorry, Elmer. Joe's a policeman. We've known him for years, and he felt terrible about it, but there was nothing he could do, you know. And he can't... Oh, well, you poor thing. Bobby. Are you taking Bobby with you? Well, I was, but a jail's no place for a baby. I just didn't know how to let me take the baby, dear. You can pick him up on your way home. Oh, thanks a lot, Oh, dear, now let's get clean shirt, clean stuff. Oh, I'll bet he is just fit to be tired. I almost hate to go down there. <laughs> Thank you.
expect me. Hello, dear. Oh, thank you, officer. Yeah. Well, hello, Scarface. <laughs> oh, don't glare at me, Virginia. Can't you take a joke? Yeah, I brought you some clean clothes and your shaving thing. Thank you. I'm sorry I couldn't get on the street yesterday, dear, when it happened, but I had to be at the school fair. I, I didn't get home until late last night. I think you better tell me what happened. There is nothing to tell. The cop said I jaywalked, or I did not jaywalk. Oh, dear, the policeman says you did. Well, I didn't. Well, isn't it kind of silly to talk back to a policeman, and I hear you were mighty high-handed with a desk sergeant, too. Look, I am a citizen, and I have my rights. No, honey. No, sir, I was not jaywalking. That light said walk, and I walked across the street. Can you prove it? Well, I didn't fly across. I mean, can you prove it said walk when you when you walk? Well, I know I did, that's all. Well, were other people going across with you? I mean, couldn't... Couldn't they swear you crossed with them? Well, I, 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 I don't remember. I don't know. I guess so. Anyhow, I, I wouldn't know who they were. Besides, they'd gone by by the time this stupid cop blew his whistle. No, and... honey, don't say stupid cop. Well, he was. Look, any yeah. guy, any guy yesterday, who, who can't yeah, even... Yesterday, yeah, I just calm down. Yesterday, you were all aglow when you opened the morning paper and saw the big cleanup campaign had started. You spoke of our fine police force, honest, upright men doing their duty. Well, I, I... Well, I, you I, can't blame the cop if he's just doing his duty. Now. It was not his duty to arrest somebody who was not jaywalking, and on top of that... On top of that, to, to, to humiliate me. Oh, to, to, how, to humiliate how did he do that? Well, how did he, he yelled that? at me over the loudspeakers, this guy. You, you could hear him three blocks away. Well, for goodness sake, the loudspeakers you said were your idea. No, not necessarily. In fact, I, I think it was Howard Robinson who suggested the dance. Yes, it was. It was well, Howard Robinson. Well, dear, whoever, it was his idea. Whoever thought of it. Anyhow, it's not the point. I, I, I just crossed the street when all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this voice beams out at me from nowhere. <laughs> hey, yo, you're in a brown tweed jacket and brown hat. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought everybody turned and looked at you. Yes, of course. Hey, you, he roars out this guy. Hey, you in the brown tweed jacket and the brown hat, carrying a raincoat and a paper parcel. <laughs> well, as you say, everybody oh, comes of around. Course, and, 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 of course, you put paper parcel. What were you stupid. Oh, that was our orange juice. Everybody stares. Yeah. Everybody starts to laugh at of me. Of course, this is sure. Did you drop it off and tell a man about the little thing on the side that jiggles? Yeah. Why? The little thing on the side that jiggles, you know, and all the seeds slip through. When I squeeze orange juice. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm oh, talking about this guy too. that... That's what I've complained about, dear, that little thing on the side. Didn't you tell the man? What man? The repair man. What repair? What are you talking didn't about? You drop, I'm trying to didn't tell you... did you drop the orange juicer off to be fixed? That's why I gave it to you, oh, dear. That's yesterday. Look, I haven't I said... got time to worry about orange juice. Well, where is it? I don't yes. know where it is. I don't know. Out at the desk out there. I suppose that, that sergeant's well, got it. He's taking it home. He's using it. I don't I'll know. I'll ask the Anyhow. officer on duty on my way out. I just hope you didn't lose it. Look, I have been in jail, and I've got enough on my mind without thinking about orange juices. Well, your folks gave it to us for Christmas one year, and you know how they are. I... Whenever they come to visit, they always look to see if we're using it. I just hope you didn't lose it in all the excitement, dear. Anyhow, this cop yelled at me over the loudspeakers. Yes, I am all right, all right. The cop yelled at me over the loudspeakers. All right, all right, all right. Now, look around. All right, anyhow, here's this police car, and the cop gets out and starts giving me a ticket for jaywalking. Well, by golly, I was not jaywalking, and I told that cop so. Yes. He said I did. I said I didn't. Well, I guess we both got pretty hot under the collar, and then he hauls me off to the station. And Where well, I understand you gave the desk sergeant a piece of your mind, too. I, I was not jaywalking. Now, look, I, I am not going to pay any $15 fine for something I did not do. Now, you might as well make up your mind. I don't quite understand how they locked you up, though. I mean, jaywalking isn't that serious in a sense, is it? Well, it, it, it was that, that death sergeant, like something out of a B movie. Calm down, he says to me, or I'll lock you up. Go ahead, I said. Go on, lock me up. Go ahead. I am an innocent man. Oh, you dear. can't lock me up. I say, hey, well, it's, dear, the it's the principle of the thing. That you, I know, and it's noble of you, in a way, but... Isn't it kind of silly, too? I, I mean, how... 
How long can I keep you in here? I don't know. I don't know how long. I only know I am right, and I am going to stick to it. Well, let me know when you want me to bake your cake with a file in it. <laughs> oh, honey. Look, even if you're right, I guys... am right. Mm. All right. Mm. We'll say you're right. Even so, remember what Jack told us one time? Lawyers have a saying. Don't argue. Pay the $2. No, no. Anyhow, it's not $2. It's $15. Well, it'll be more than $15, John, by the time you get a lawyer and go through a court case, which is absolutely nonsense. Get over anything so trivial. I don't think it's so trivial. Look, I refuse to pay out money or a fine for, for something that I did not do. Look, haven't we got enough expenses with a new house? I don't care. I don't care. It's the principle of the thing. Paying the fine would be the same as, as admitting that I was guilty, which I am not. So you're not. I am not. Isn't it better to pay 15 me? dollars than to embarrass your wife and your children. But what about your boss? What will he say? He's out of town. Anyhow, I feel that my wife and my friends and my employer should should, should have the integrity and, and the loyalty to, to, to back me up. Look, if you were accused of some more serious crime, like burglary or murder, and I knew you were innocent, that is one thing. But to stand by my husband and back him up passionately and devotedly through thick and thin, through misery and anguish, all because he's been jaywalking seems kind of silly. It's like wasting a torpedo to, to shoot a mosquito. I was not jaywalking. I feel that a man of honor has certain principles that he stands for. And either you uphold these principles, either you die defending them, well, or you... Well, dear, no, I don't think there's any question of you being shot for jaywalking. Don't you understand? You've got to defend your principles or you've got nothing. The whole foundation of justice and liberty and freedom is, is, is a man's honor. What have honor. you been reading? That... That's got nothing to do with the it. The Dreyfus case. What? Yeah, oh, we saw it on television. Yeah, that was it. I, I, it was I, an oh, old I, I, movie on a late show with Paul Muni. I don't remember. Anyhow, oh, that's got nothing honey, to do with this case. I know I... you so well. And I agree. I think you are right in principle. If you were not jaywalking, you should not be fined. But you have to prove the sign said walk when you walked across. Be sensible, sweetheart. It'll cost so much more in the long run. Don't argue. Pay the $15. You'd better call Jack. I'll need a lawyer. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. It isn't love, but hate and fear and envy that make the world go round in the spine-tingling dramas we hear on CBS Radio Suspense each Saturday. The things that happen in these tense melodramas are like nothing you'd ever want to experience in real life. Yet each fateful situation that develops in our theater of thrills makes suspense irresistible to anyone who loves good drama. Saturday, join us on CBS Radio as somebody new sets a trap for himself and then tries to get out of it while you remain in suspense. Each new adventure with yours truly, Johnny Dollar, has surprises in store for you, too. Every Sunday on CBS Radio, insurance investigator Johnny Dollar flirts with danger to solve perplexing cases of insurance fraud. Since anybody who'd kill would steal and even lie, Johnny's latest case can lead him anywhere and keep him guessing right up until that last conclusive clue is found. Bobby's been the best baby. What a day. Hello, John. Yes, Mama, you've just been the best baby. Hello, yes, Mama's here, darling. Eleanor, did you know that Jack and Ann Lundell went to Europe? 
Why, yes, didn't you? No, ever since we moved out of the neighborhood, I don't seem to hear anything anymore. And what am I going to do? About what? Well, we're going to need a lawyer, and we always call Jack when we do need one for little things, you know. What do you need a lawyer for? My husband is fighting the case. You mean for just jaywalking? Yes. Yeah. You mean he's taking it to court? Yes, apparently. Well, isn't he being kind of silly? It'll certainly cost him more in the long run. That's what I said. Near Jack is gone. He's hardly ever charged us, or if he did, it wasn't much. And do you know a good lawyer? Yes, I know a very good one. But I also know he's frightfully expensive. Of course, he's very good, and you want a good one. Yes, yes, yes. It's okay. Edward Masterson. I know him. Do you want me to call him for you? Oh, would you? And find out how soon I can see him. Sure, you poor thing. Oh, yes, darling. Oh, by the way, you haven't told Betsy her father's in jail, have you? Oh, no, I didn't. I thought he'd be out today. You know, Elma. I wouldn't say anything. You know how cruel children can be. I mean, if it gets in the paper or anything, and the other children tell Betsy her father is a jailbird. Oh, well, you know how children are. Oh, yes. Now, why doesn't he realize these things? Oh, Bobby, yes. Oh, my baby. Oh, my poor children. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn with Dorsa Duckworth and Madeline Pierce and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Ness, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. Thank you.